the CU 2.0 podcast. Welcome to the CU 2.0 podcast. This is your host, Robert McGarvey. Today's guest, Ben Primo. He knows the answer to the question I'm about to ask you, which is in 2017, how much did overdraft fees charged by banks and credit unions amount to? According to Payments Magazine, $34.3 billion. $34.3 billion in overdraft fees. Amazing. All that happens is some bits and bytes get shuffled around in cyberspace and a $30 fee at many institutions gets imposed. Okay, so let's talk about True Fees, the company we're going to look at today. What this is is a website that allows a consumer to input a zip code and see a selection of institutions that offer free or no cost or low cost checking and other fees associated with checking accounts like overdrafts also wire transfers, all kinds of stuff. Ten fees altogether are indexed by true fees. Name of the game is for the consumer to find the best deal, the lowest cost institution for that consumer. Who should come out on first in this game? Well, it should be credit unions because we know that the big banks, pretty much without exception, charge 10, 12, 15 bucks a month for the privilege of having a checking account and then charge very high fees for pretty much any ancillary services. Of course, you can get free checking if you have a $1,500 a month balance, but for most consumers, you might as well ask them to have a million and a half dollar balance. There's no can do. So who should win? Again, it should be credit unions. It should be a big thing. True Fees is looking for credit union institutions that want to partner up with it. It's worth a look. It's your call. I certainly can't tell you if it's the right thing for your institution. But if it's a game that seems as though credit unions have to win in this game, why not play it? That'd be my attitude. And that's why I'm talking to Ben Primo of True Fees. This is an interesting podcast that will be of great interest to consumers who want to save money in their checking, want to cut out unnecessary fees. Also, possibly of great interest to credit unions that don't charge these exorbitant fees and want to have more members. Right, so you're going to tell me about true fees, where you got the yeah, idea, so I, how it's going to work, et cetera, et cetera. So true fees was born um, really through my personal experience of working in banking for over 10 years. And throughout those, those years in banking, you know, I really saw a need for a service that brought more transparency to the, to the market and to consumers. As you're probably well aware, bank fees are, are now reaching into the billions each year. And um, and at the time I started True Fees, I did some research of my own and, and found out that you know only one out of two banks are really posting their fees publicly through their website for people to to see. And so, you know, I thought there was a need for a service that that brought those uh, you know the the cost of fees. To the forefront and with more transparency allowing consumers to you know look and look for a new bank or credit union and really be able to see what the cost of their fees are so you said only one of two banks are transparent about fees on their website um that was the number i found about five years ago when i started when i started um true fees but that that could be different now, but, but that was at the time, yeah. That's interesting. I've only looked, to be honest, at the biggest institutions like Chase 
that are pretty pretty transparent. The fees are high, but they, they're transparent about it. Sure. I can't say I've ever looked at for community banks fees. Uh, and I could easily see where their websites would be clunky and not particularly updated. So it's... Right, and that figure is actually much... Um, with credit unions, they're much more transparent in putting their fees on their websites. And I think um, nine out of ten credit unions will will put their fees on their website. So they're much more transparent with their fees. Well, a significant percentage of credit unions have free checking. The number continues to drift down a bit year by year. It's certainly not every credit union, but over half. Mm -hmm. uh, and I imagine the institutions that offer free checking are pr pretty proud of it. The ones that don't, you know, I don't know. I'd have to look, see if they sell you. And and that's what, you know, what True Fees is, does. It's bringing beneficial exposure to those financial institutions that that don't, you know, that aren't nickel and diming their customers or members for every little thing. You know, the goal of True Fees is to bring those financial institutions beneficial exposure to you know, connect consumers with those types of financial institutions. Now, one thing I saw on your website that intrigued me is that you were not just talking monthly fee for checking. You've gathered mm -hmm. up fees for many, many, many kinds of transactions. Roughly how many fees do you show? So right now we show about 10 fees for every financial institution, and they're primarily checking fees, not just overdraft fees and monthly fees, but ATM fees, stop payment fees, wire transfer fees. So we're really, you know, showing consumers a lot more than the average uh, personal finance, you know, website out there that that does similar things. So that's that's one way trying to differentiate ourselves. How are you going to sell this? Right now, we we want financial institutions, you know, credit unions, local banks, digital banks because Digital banks are now emerging, and they're you know they don't have a lot of costs as far as fees are concerned. So we're really you know looking towards those institutions to to come on board, join the True Fees network. It's uh, it's free to join, so you're getting you know free exposure. Um, it's really kind of a commitment to to what we're doing, and that's that's bringing financial transparency uh, to consumers. When an institution joins, what does that involve? So it's really a, a pretty simple process. We're just going to for their fee schedule, so so we can get those those ten fees you know listed on our website, and we're going to promote their their low cost checking account or free checking account. Really, the only requirement for the institution is that they offer a checking account with no minimum balance and no monthly fee, and as long as they do that, they can join our network. Not many banks offer that kind of account. Maybe not banks, but, but credit unions. Oh, oh um, thousands, thousands of credit unions do. Exactly. <laughs> yep. that's, that's a pretty odd beast for, for a bank, though, I think. Yep, especially the larger banks. Obviously, nowadays, you know, it's hard to find with, with one of the, the big banks, it's hard to find a truly free account. You know, they may they may say it's free, but you need to maintain, you know, at least $500 minimum balance and you need to have a direct deposit and and you know there can be all of these requirements to make it free but a truly free account um, is, is what we're we're looking to you know promote with true fee. so where yeah. do you, where do you make money out of this what's what's your what's your business plan we're generating revenue when we actually 
bring a new customer to one of our institutions. So the exposure is free. We want to get the, you know, the banker credit union listed and get them on the network. When we actually generate a new customer or member is where, you know, there would be a cost for the institution. But other, other than that, like I said, the exposure and, and just joining the network, you know, there's no, no upfront cost or continual cost for that. So take me through it. How does it work from the consumer's perspective? So as a consumer, and we're, and we're really targeting those consumers that are maybe at a, a mega bank and getting stuck with a lot of those, those fees, that's the, the consumer we're targeting, one that is looking for a new financial institution, one that doesn't you know, nickel and dime them for every little thing. And so you know, we're hoping they come across uh, true fees, and it's a, it's a very easy, simple-to-use service. And within a couple seconds, you know, they can see institutions in, in their area that offer low-cost checking. The consumer can sort this by zip code. Right. So the consumer is just putting in their zip code and selecting um, one of 10 different fees, and then they're going to see results. And, and one of the ways uh, I, I forgot to mention that we are also – a little different than than the nerd wallets and the you know similar types of websites is uh, we actually offer a reward. So if a consumer opens a new account with one of our uh, financial institutions, we're going to reward them with twenty five dollars, and that's just our way of you know saying thank you and 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 being a little different than than our competitors. How did you populate your database, and how many institutions are in it? Right now. Um, we do we populate you know the database uh, manually. So when we when an institution joins, we just ask for their uh, their fee schedule so we can get accurate you know their accurate fees um, listed. And then we're we're just kind of manually inputting you know their branch locations or if it's a digital bank, you know we're listing them nationally. Oh, so you can put in a digital bank and just input that it's in every possible zip code. Right, because those those digital banks out there are, you know, virtually nationwide. So they're getting um, those types of institutions are getting national exposure through true fees. Um, your brick and mortar institutions, they're going to get it based on the zip codes that they um, have branches, or for credit unions, if they have uh, eligibility membership eligibility in a, a geographic area, we can list credit unions, not strictly in, you know, just based on their branch locations, but also based on their uh, membership eligibility. So some credit unions can, has eligibility throughout a whole state or region, and, and so that's where, you know, it can benefit credit unions. Well, this is an interesting proposition for credit unions. They get to show that, that they're walking mm -hmm. the talk. I mean, credit unions talk about how it's a better deal for consumers. Is mm -hmm. it really? And at your site, the consumer can check things out and say, oh, well, I'm not, I don't really care about fees for wire transfers. I've only done three in my life. Oh, wait, mm -hmm. bounce check fees, that I care about. Yeah, we're really, you know, we want to be a trusted third party for, you know, for the financial institutions that, that don't, like I said, aren't charging an arm and a leg for their services and, and give them really a platform to, to show that to con the consumers out there. Now, how are you going to get this 
proposition in front of credit union decision makers? That's the challenge, right? <laughs> Is getting you know getting our service out there, getting it in front of uh, credit unions and, and maybe local banks and digital banks, and hopefully you know things like speaking speaking to you right now and and um, and really, but it's really about creating partnerships with with similar services and similar organizations that have, you know, that have contacts with, with credit unions. And that's really just as important more than anything else is, is creating those uh, relationships and partnerships uh, because, you know, we realize this isn't going to, it's not going to happen with just using social media. It's, it's, it's going to happen with creating partnerships and, and. Yeah, I've written many articles over the years about how consumers who are paying monthly fees at mega banks really could mm-hmm. easily get a better deal at a credit union mm-hmm. and and yet every month hundreds of thousands of consumers maybe millions open accounts at mega banks that really should right. should be at credit unions you often transfer money to places like bahrain and lithuania you probably need an account at chase but i've never done either so. right <laughs> And really, I, I have no aspiration to it. You know, if it came up, I'd be cool with it. But you know, I, I, I don't yeah. aspire to do that. And right. I, a credit union can serve all of my humble financial needs pretty well. Mm-hmm. And sure. it can for 98% of American consumers, I believe. If you're in the top 1%, maybe not. You know? So exactly. as you talk with, with credit union executives, what's the reaction to what you're, what you're saying? The reaction is is usually positive. Where you know where there might be some apprehension is just our our newness to the market and not you know not being around very long and not having a lot of a lot of press right now. So that's you know that's a challenge. That's a hurdle that we have to deal with. Um, you know, a new anytime there's a, a new service or a new uh, startup, you really have to to sell it. I've been working on this for a few years now, and so uh, I'm excited to to talk about it and excited to to get more credit unions on board. It works with the time. The CUNE has announced this new initiative, $100 million over three years, essentially to get consumers to think that a credit union is a possible good option for their financial services needs. Many consumers just don't think of credit unions. Just don't think of it. Or they think, oh, geez, you know, I'd have to walk down the factory, and that factory closed seven years ago. Uh, so right. <laughs> right. You know, they, don't, they, they haven't kept up with the news that the field of memberships have changed for most credit unions and become mm-hmm. much, much more uh, open. Uh, and it's not the consumer's fault. To me, it's the, the credit union's fault. And that's what the CUNA mm-hmm. program's attempting to, to address. And you have a good message. The problem is getting enough visibility in a crowded universe. That's right. that's that's the tricky bit. So how you how are you going to do that again? Tell tell me what lets you get up in the morning and say I can do this. <laughs> well, right now is just reaching out. You know, reaching out whether it's someone that's you know usually never even heard of True Fees, but but reaching out via via LinkedIn, via a cold email, via a phone call, and reaching out to those credit unions or reaching out uh, to those consumers via 
social media, things like Twitter, um, is really just, it's a constant, it is a, you know, a daily grind. I truly, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't think that true fees, you know, could have an impact in, in this space. Two thirds of Americans live paycheck to paycheck and the mega banks continue to collect billions and billions in just in checking account fees each year. Being consistent and again, creating those relationships and partnerships with with similar you know similar companies that that have direct contact with a large number of credit unions or a large number of uh, local banks is really our, our focus right now and it's not just checking it's not just a monthly checking account fee what really infuriates me is how much even some credit unions charge for overdraft fees there are credit unions that charge zero for overdraft fees if you can make make it good within 48 hours or something and there are others mm-hmm. that charge a fairly nominal fee five bucks many are right up there with the big financial institutions charging 30 bucks for an overdraft fee and mm-hmm. you've already established you're having problems with money you don't need to be whacked for another 30 dollars don't need to have this happen right. to you and so i think a consumer who's paying fees really could benefit from looking at, at your your website and I found it very, it seemed to work very well in my tests. Works nice and fast. And, uh... you know, we try to design it to be very simple and easy to use. You know, our message is pretty, you go to the homepage and you see, you know, what our message is right there uh, pretty quickly. You know, find a new, find a low cost checking account with fee, you know, through fee transparency. We designed it that way on purpose to make it very easy, very user friendly. And so consumers within a couple seconds can see what banks are are actually charging. Now, you may remember maybe 15 years ago, there was a wave of, of banks that were saying, open a new account and we'll put 50 bucks in the account. Mm-hmm. And that fell out of popularity because there were quite a few consumers who took advantage of that, got the 50 bucks and then never did anything in the account. They just wanted the free $50. So how do you deal with that with the free $25? That, again, that's get rewarded to the consumer when the new account is confirmed open with the financial institution. So we do have some communication there. You know, we're not going to give out $25 until we've confirmed that that account has been open and funded. But at that point, we're getting... Uh, generated revenue from the institution. So at that point, we're going to just reward that consumer with the $25. Uh, no questions about it. And, you know, if they if they do never use the account or, or close it, that $25 is, is still theirs. Now, have you made deals with any institutions yet? So we are working with uh, a handful of digital institutions and getting them national exposure through true fees. And they've been, they've been kind of early, uh, you know, early adopters, um, and been a little more eager to, you know, come on board than maybe the brick and mortar institutions. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully that changes in the near future. Now that makes sense, since probably their marketing budgets are allocated mm-hmm. to digital channels, mm-hmm. and you're another digital channel. So why not divert right. a few dollars from Facebook ads into true fees? And right. you only get rewarded on a performance basis. So right. 
makes it even safer for one of those institutions. And, you know, same with the brick and mortar institutions. You know, there's no there's no upfront costs or risk really involved. We're just we are basically displaying their, you know, their low cost account along with their fees, you know, trying to, to generate new new customers for them. I mean, what you're offering is, is an interesting service, and uh, the way I see it, it will primarily benefit credit unions and digital banks. I see it as not helpful at all to community banks, and certainly not to the mega banks. It's a good credit union play. I mean, you tell consumers you're, you're, you're a better deal for them financially, and this site may prove it. Well, that's interesting. You know, that's what we're, our focus is, is, is having credit unions come on board and then use us as, as a reference. You know, tell your members, tell your consumers, hey, if you don't believe us, go to True Fees and, and check it out. You can see, see for yourself that we are, we are the low-cost alternative compared to those, those mega banks out there. Are you doing any uh, marketing, advertising for the service? Um, right now, uh, the marketing budget is pretty low, <laughs> so uh, paid paid advertising is not in the marketing budget. We're utilizing social media channels, and and really we're on Twitter. If people go to any social media channel to complain about their checking count, it's on Twitter. <laughs> so uh, we've gotten some good interaction, I should say, using Twitter, um, but. Hopefully, you know, as as things progress, we can um, we can start using um, paid advertising and and to get our message out there. So you're getting better response from Twitter than you are from Facebook. That, that's interesting to me. Twitter's it's been successful for us, and so we've just kind of stuck with it. Like I said, when people go to rant rant and rave about how much they hate their bank, it's, it usually seems to be on Twitter before. Uh, before any of the other social media sites. Well, one way to get a consumer to rant and rave about how much they hate you is to charge them an overdraft fee. And as I say, at least some institutions charge nothing or very, very, very little. And if they can find the institutions that are in that category on true fees, that's a good thing, particularly if you're inclined to have overdrafts. I'm pretty much philosophically opposed to overdraft fees. I, I always draw the analogy when you present a Visa card and it's declined at Walmart, the cashier doesn't say, oh, and by the way, you owe us an extra 30 bucks. Uh, right. Uh, whereas your bank does, even though it's the same mm -hmm. bits and bytes moving around in cyberspace. Nothing else is different. Right. It's, uh, right. But somehow the bank thinks it's, it's entitled to whack you for 30 bucks. And even Walmart says, hey, you know, no harm, mm -hmm. no, no foul. It's a trend where more and more banks are actually just you know, eliminating overdraft fees completely. Um, a couple of the digital banks we work with don't have, you know, have zero dollar overdraft fees. Um, it is it is an interesting trend that we're seeing that, you know, consumers are so fed up with these these high bank fees and that that institutions are now just eliminating them altogether. Problem with that is that for some institutions. Fees are the primary source of, let's call it, profits. You know, historically, the, the, the profits for a financial institution came from interest charged on loans, the so-called spread business model. 
you mm-hmm. you open up a savings account with a thousand bucks I give you two percent I lend it out at five percent and I make money on the three percent difference yeah. pretty simple model for a financial institution it's gotten tougher and tougher and tougher with interest rate mm-hmm. compression Thus, the interest in in fees, which seems like easy money, thirty bucks, man, for an overdraft. This, what easy money can you imagine? Uh, if, if I didn't think it was immoral, I I, I would try to do it. It's so easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, some institutions are eliminating fees, but others are becoming ever more dependent on them. Unfortunately, it's not just that you know, it's not just that that initial overdraft fee. It's the additional fees that come with it. It's the extended or, or sustained overdraft fee. It's the overdraft transfer fee, um, the overdraft protection fee. So so those those mega banks and we see it more, you know, more so with the mega banks than, than really any other type of institution. Um, another figure I'll just throw out there, uh, that that's uh, extended overdraft fee, uh, which is the fee when once you overdraw your account the extended overdraft fee is the fee you'll get if you don't make a deposit to bring your account balance back, you know, positive. That fee is charged by 100% of mega banks, and it's only charged by 10% of credit unions. You know, there's some food for thought there. Well, I think some states, I believe it is, are trying to put limits on the maximum amount of overdraft fee that can be charged to a particular consumer on one day. You get kind of a cascading effect where you, you you overdraft this, you whack them for thirty bucks, pull thirty bucks out of the account, and wait now, hold on, another mm-hmm. check is bounced. Sure. This is cruel. Oh, yeah. This is absolute cruelty. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're if you're overdrawn and and you have checks or, or transactions coming through, you're getting hit. You're getting dinged every time. A couple of mistakes can easily. Um, pile up to, you know, a few hundred dollars just in overdraft-related fees. Now for a word from our sponsor. Are you looking to recapture members, increase your margins, live your mission? QCash is what you want to know about. That's because QCash delivers a fully automated small dollar short-term credit solution that allows credit unions to meet members' short-term cash needs. Accuso is dedicated to helping credit unions build financial stability and health for its members. Check out QCash at QCash.com. Before we go, the CU 2.0 podcast is looking for a few good sponsors to help us spread the word about the digital transformation of credit unions. You could be one of them. Contact Robert McGarvey for details at rjmcgarvey at gmail.com. First come, first served. Again, that's rjmcgarvey at gmail.com. The CU 2.0 Podcast.